everybody, I'm Rachel Buffa, and welcome to the Beverages with Buffa podcast. From talking about fun to faith and family, grab a beverage and have a listen as we go on this journey of life together. Why not? I definitely told Kelly that I haven't turned you down. You totally have <laughs> turned That I've just me down. been delaying it. The first time that I tried to record with you, you turned me down. Uh, I'm pretty no. sure I said I'm busy. No, you said I don't want to be on the I'm podcast. pretty sure I said I was busy. Well, anyways. She's so excited. Wait, are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> What? I'm gonna start cussing so you so you cut it. I can just cut. I can just cut out the cussing part. I don't have to cut out everything. Are you ready to go now? Can you, you get off your phone? Are you ready to go now? We've started. We'll see. Okay. Welcome everybody back to Beverages with Buffa. You already know who this is. Both of us. For can I do the intro? Do you want to do the intro? I don't know. It's Beverages with me. Okay, do the intro. Because I'm Buffa. Do the intro. Well, everyone, welcome to my podcast. You sound so unenthusiastic. This is my podcast. I get to be as <laughs> enthusiastic as I want to be. This is not your podcast. Yes, it is. It's Beffa's podcast. Beverages with Beffa's. Yeah, I'm a Beffa's. It's, it's beverage with beverages Beffa. with Beffa's. For today it is. So what happened with all your other people? They weren't Beffa's. No. Today it's Beverages with Beffa's. Okay, fine. Go ahead through your intro. Welcome back, everybody. I already did the intro. Okay, so we're in. Perfect. I have special guests today, um, my brother, Alex, Alex that, Beffa. Yep. Alex, what are we drinking? Alex, can you give us a bio, and then what are we drinking today? Um, Who are you? I'm, as previously stated, I am Alex Beffa, apparently brother to co-host of mine, Rachel Beffa. Co-host? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am not your co-host. I'm today, the host. Today you are. Oh, okay. I'm leading this meeting. <laughs> when I walked in, you said, I'm doing the interview. Um, what are you talking <laughs> That's the office quote for you. Um, we're drinking water because Rachel wouldn't choose what to drink. So because the guest chooses what we I drink. wasn't aware of this. It was either going to be water or bush light, most likely. I and wasn't aware that the guest had I don't to choose. Like I haven't heard that on other podcasts that the guest always chose what they did. So... We're apparently drinking water. Did you want to drink something else? No, we're fine. Well, a podcast is like a relative term. We're playing. I wasn't. I paused okay. it right before right. you said that. Go word. ahead. So, Alex, can you give us a, a bio of you? What do you do? Who, who? Give us who is Alex. Um, Besides the fact that you're my brother. A brother of Rachel, Ashley, and Jacqueline. Son of Michelle and Patrick Beffa. Recruiter. For Actolent Engineering and Sciences, living in Lee Summit with roommates Eli and Preston. I'm going to make sure they listen to the podcast. Dating. Just so that they know that they... Dating Kylie Buckman. I don't, I don't know what all you want Shout to Shout out, Kylie! Yeah, she got me on this podcast. I'd like uh, to really thank just my people contacting your people, being able to, to really get this what co-host. What people do you have? <laughs> me. I contacted you and said... You okay. better figure this out. Okay. So, Alex, we're just going to jump right in. Where did you go to college? The University of Central Missouri in Warrensburg. Oh, my goodness, it's time to be real. All right, keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alex had a very interesting college experience um, that was very unlike mine. And I would like you to talk about that experience. Um, like CCH... Okay. Like um, your relation, like how did you come to a relationship with Christ in college? Because you went to a state school. I was the first one to post. Um, yes, I did go to a state school. 
So yeah, sorry, can you tell us you about your experience finding Christ at the state school? Um, like how you got involved, how you put an emphasis on it. It's definitely something you have to seek out in a school. I mean, it's probably something you have to seek out at every school, but definitely something that you need to seek out at a school that isn't emphasized on following God, if that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that could be any of those schools that emphasize following God could be any kind of school, like Catholic, Methodist, Jesuit, any of those schools kind of put a little bit more emphasis on following God, but more of like the state schools or universities um, don't push it as much. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, I guess I didn't go to any other school, but I'm just kind of assuming that. Um, So I went into college knowing that I wanted to have a deeper relationship with God. I think in the back of my head when deciding where I went to school, I chose to not play soccer in college. I say that loosely as if I was like an amazing soccer player, but um, you, I'm just kidding. You're pretty yeah. good. You're you decent. I was okay. Um, but I basically chose to not go to a small school to play soccer and instead went to a, a medium sized college because I knew in my head, I saw who I thought I would become if I played soccer, which just, for me, I didn't think that I would be kind of around the right crowd doing the right things in college, whatever that could be determined. But for me, it was um, just wanting to find people who were seeking God. And I ended up finding that because two of the, two of my suite mates at UCM, they do suites. So it's, two people in one bedroom and two people in another bedroom and then they share a bathroom in between mm-hmm. the bedrooms um so my sweet mates one of them i actually played soccer with in middle school and then the other guy was his best friend from high school or one of his good friends from high school so i really got close to them and they invited me to go to cch which i definitely would not have sought out on my own Can and cch was the christian campus house at ucm Um, So it's just a non-denominational organization there that really pushes people to grow closer to God. I wish I knew what their vision statement is, but unfortunately I don't have it memorized. Yeah, I know. It's disappointing. I thought you were a business major. Yeah, I I should have everyone's vision statement. Yeah, vision and mission statement. Yep, 100%. I agree. Disappointment on my behalf. Everyone, please do not like hit that like button, smash the subscribe, <laughs> do all those things. Don't hate on it just because I don't know CCH's vision statement. Um, or mission statement. You don't know either. Yeah, I, I don't even think they released a statement for this podcast, but uh, I'll reach out to them for a statement afterwards. Yeah, please do. Um, but I went there mostly because they had free food. Um, and that always an invite. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that can get me to go most places. Free food. So kidnappers could just free food. Out there. Just know that Alex likes yeah, free food. Free food, and you'll probably get me wherever you want me to go. Um, and then I went and got connected, and then just kind of didn't leave. When was this your fall my freshman year? Yeah, fall freshman year. Fall freshman year, I got connected, and then. I always thought growing up that I had a very strong faith and that I guess I still believe that I had a strong faith growing up, but I think it was more I thought that I knew a lot about my faith and then being surrounded by people who had the same faith but slightly different challenged me in a way I wasn't prepared for 
And that really pushed me to grow in my faith and really understand, okay, you're right, I don't know everything and there won't ever be a day that I know everything. So what that means is that I need to take every day and continue to grow as best that I can. Oh. FYI, the person in the background is our older sister, Ashley. She's really loud. So if you hear her through my bedroom door, just know it's Ashley being really loud. So so you made this decision for yourself before college started of like you thought I want to go to college and have a relationship with Christ in some capacity. Mhm. So when did that like seed first start growing or when did that like seed of Christ being a large focus going into college when did that become when did you realize that that's what you wanted in college? Like, was there a distinctive year? Was it just, like, it was just an overall, like, I knew this from middle school, or... No, there definitely wasn't anything, like, from middle school. I think a lot of it, for me, in choosing where I went to college, because I'm pretty sure if you had asked me all the way up until I said that I was going to UCM, I would have told you that I'm going to go to school and play soccer, Mm -hmm. because that was always what I had thought I was going to do. And then I went and toured UCM and really wanted to go there and realized they didn't have a soccer team. I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't care that much, so that's fine. Um, which, I mean, I did care a lot because I love playing soccer, but obviously I didn't care about it enough to go play in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it came down to I had not necessarily heard, but I don't know, I feel like there's a stereotype around for not only college athletes but like fraternities sororities everything that people who are involved on campus will get into like the the party and the drinking all of those things and I just felt that that wasn't for me and which I can't say that much because I definitely did that in college not a ton but I mean I definitely drank and I was not a good partier I didn't go to very many parties, um, but it just wasn't the experience that I wanted for myself. And then I went to college and realized that I really, really, really want to grow my faith. And then being a part of CCH challenged it in a way I wasn't expecting. So then I just kept going because it kept challenging me and kept pushing me and kept growing my faith. And that was something that I felt since it continued to grow my faith, that was somewhere I needed to be. Was there anyone at, like, CCH specifically that, like, sticks out to you that was, like, they really challenged me in my faith? Or was it just, like, a bunch of people? Um, Definitely a lot of different people. One of them being my current roommate, and I really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast, but Eli has challenged me in ways I would never (laughs) expect. Um, But he has just been kind of right there with me through everything and won't let me won't let me get away with anything and won't allow me to hold myself to a lower standard I mean even from like the way that I dress he will look at me and be like I'll he makes fun of me for what I wore freshman year now but I'll like we now have a good enough relationship that I'll just walk out of my room going to work one day he's like you're please tell me you're not wearing that to work why does it just not match or is it just oh probably a lot of different things it doesn't match the shoes don't match the belt and the pants and the shirt don't go to weather to go together and there's probably a good chance that i was wearing gray on gray and just didn't think about it 
But and apparently that's full like a bad fit. thing to do. Yeah, full grout fit. I don't know why people think that's a bad thing to do because grout fits definitely are awesome. Yeah, but not in the business place. Yeah, I think you can wear whatever you want. I, I think if I wanted to wear a rainbow outfit, I could. Um, but he definitely challenged me in a lot of different ways and really pushed me. And then one of the pastors at CCH, Rico, really like met me where I was and always asked the challenging questions. And a lot of times we would start our conversation with, I don't know, talk for two and a half hours and then end the conversation with, I don't know. And just talk about a lot of different things, whether that was um, a theology or, or whatever it was, or even just like, I was playing this sport the other day and this happened and I don't really like how that like impacted my mindset. And we would just talk about it for a long time and cover everything under the sun. But definitely those people really stuck out as like, they really changed a lot of how I look at a lot of different things. Um, how do you continually to put Christ first? Um, I think a lot of it's in just the little things for me of basically like re, I guess not re, but like assessing your mindset in different situations of making sure that I'm not going into a situation and blaming someone else just for the sake of blaming them or being upset with someone just for the sake of being upset with them and not actually having a reason, but also going into it with like, okay, if I'm going to give someone feedback, whether it's constructive or just kind of feedback or just positive feedback, making sure I'm going into it in the right mindset of like, look, is this something that will help that other person grow? And then also continuing to be in like in a relationship with God every day, whatever that looks like for you. So for me, a lot of it looks like every morning I'll get up and read a chapter of the Bible from whatever book I'm reading. And it's just 10 minutes of my day and I'll reread it a couple times if I still have time after reading it, but I'll just continue to reread it just for that few minutes and that just helps me start my day. And then once I'm done with that, a lot of times the first music that I listen to early in the day is just worship music. Sometimes it's the songs that I want to listen to, sometimes it's not, but it helps shape my mindset in like all of these songs are talking about praising God and that then pushes me the rest of the day to try and praise God in however I can and then continuing to make sure that I'm just seeking him in everything. Like if I'm frustrated, okay, let's take a step back and think about it. Why am I actually frustrated? Mm-hmm. Am I frustrated because it was this situation that frustrated me? Or am I frustrated, like, or am I upset with Rachel because something happened at work today that really bothered me and I just haven't thought it through yet? But being able to step back and see it. And I think just a lot of it's just the little things of finding out in all of it and seeing how amazing of a creator there is. So, how do you take a step back? Like, if you have something that's hard at work and you're like, like, ah, I just need to take it out on someone. Like, how do you realize that you're in that mindset and not do that? Cause I know for me, it's very quick to be like, oh, I had a hard day at work or like this class, I got a bad grade and I just will go and take it out on someone else. But like, I don't mean to. I think but for like, how do you, for me, that? I 
try. I mean, it also helps that I have a, not really a long commute, but I do have a 30 minute drive home where I'm just sitting there listening to music. So it does allow me to think through everything that happened that day. Like, man, this was super frustrating. And then usually by the time I get home, I'm like, yeah, that was frustrating, but tomorrow's a new day and I'm going to do something different tomorrow. Um, also the perks of my job is I do something different every day. I mean, okay, I take that back. I do the same things every day, but I talk to new people every day. So my conversation with you is going to be very different than my conversation with Ashley. It would be very different than my conversation with mom, with Eli, with Kylie, with Rico, with anyone. Conversation would be super different. And that's the nice thing about my job is even if there was a frustrating conversation a minute ago, I had to go talk to someone else and that conversation is going to be totally different and really fun. Um, Also, I think I will eventually talk myself around to figuring it out myself and I'm sure Kylie could probably attest to this, but sometimes I'll call her and be like, man, this was super annoying today at work. And then just tell the story and seemingly like, I feel like I just extend the story out until I figured out why I'm upset. And then I'm like, and now I'm sorry for wasting like 15 minutes of your time. But I realize I just overreacted to that. It's, it's seriously, well, like I'll sit there and I'll just tell the story and this happened and this happened and this happened and it was so annoying that they did this and this and like, I could have done that. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean that really in the grand scheme of things, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. I also have a, as you and Ashley know, I have a keen ability to say, I don't really care. Yeah. We don't care. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. We don't care. You're very good at that. Just letting things brush off your shoulder. So you kind of mentioned this earlier, but like, what routine do you have put in place that helps you continually put Christ first? You talked about like you're mm-hmm. waking up. Definitely a lot. A lot of what I said, waking up and and doing that and that just kind of my morning routine definitely sets the standard for the rest of the day. And it helps that I'm in a routine. I think for me, the biggest thing is being in a routine of doing something. Like if I'm... I don't know, in school, once I got into the routine of school, everything was so much easier. Mm-hmm. But for like the breaks when you'd go home or, or something else would happen or you go on spring break or you go on a trip for a weekend or something like that, it just kind of breaks your rot- routine and then you feel off for those days or the first few days coming back just because mm-hmm. you broke from your routine and it doesn't feel right. So, excuse me, definitely being, I mean, working and being able to set that routine and that routine I mean, I joke about it, but it's very true. My routine in the morning is basically down to the minute of when I'm doing everything. Really? Yeah, it's kind of sad, honestly. <laughs> but it's really funny. What time do you wake up every morning? My alarm goes off at 6.30. Do you want me to just walk you through yeah, from walk when me I get through, up walk to me through when your I day, leave your for minute, work? My, minute, yeah. uh, my first alarm goes off at 6.30. I get up and turn it off because it is a physical alarm clock and that makes me basically wake up for the day. Then I lay back down in bed for my phone alarm that goes off at 6.35. I snooze that alarm and then close my eyes again. That would be what I would allegedly say is my prayer time, but it definitely turns into me trying to fall back asleep until my other alarm goes off at 6.40. At 6.40, I immediately get out of bed and I go make my lunch for the day takes three minutes which is as long as until my 635 alarm snoozes and when that snoozes that means i should be done making my lunch which is 643 
two sandwiches and then chips. It's a really basic lunch. It's super easy. I was going to say, how do you make it in three minutes? <laughs> it's two sandwiches. It takes no effort Is to make it. Is that a jelly them. sandwich? No, they're bologna sandwiches, actually. Thank sorry, you. Sorry, sorry, um, Make my sandwiches, and then that, I mean, it's not usually 6.43, but by the time I'm done putting it all together, it's about 6.45. I go back in my room, spend 10 minutes reading the Bible, and then... At 6.55, I will either play a game on my phone or read a book for five minutes. And then at 7 o'clock, I have another alarm that goes off. That usually means that Preston's out of the shower at that point. And then I go in the bathroom, do what I need to do to get ready for the day, which usually takes about five to seven minutes. Come back in my room, change, and leave by 7.15 or 7.20. Wow, that was, that was very down to the minute. I'm telling you everything like and that's every single day Monday through well Tuesday's different because I work from home and the only difference is I just start that process at like 720 instead of 630, 630. just because I work at 745 it's a oh, lot easier to get 745 out 45 and... to 5 hmm? wow yeah. so how many how many hours do you work a week 40 or you work more I don't know whatever that equals to I usually take an hour for lunch it's like 42 hours, I guess, probably. Yeah. Ish. 41 and a half. I don't know. You're the math major. It's 41 and a half. Okay. If you take an hour for lunch. I believe you. Eight to five, four hours to noon. Yeah, my lunch is great. I More recently, now that it's nice outside, I'll eat my lunch in like 10 minutes and then go for a mile walk, which takes like 25 minutes, and then I just go sit in my car. <laughs> for, 40, for another 30 minutes. For Ish. another 25 minutes. Uh, I've been reading a lot, so yeah. Or I'll listen to podcasts. This one? You yes. Listen to this podcast? <laughs> no, you don't. I've listened to some of them. Which ones have you listened to? The one with mom? The one that you begged me to come on and be a guest. Um, not the one that mom was on. The one with... Yeah, it was. I yeah, because you, you asked, be me, you asked mom about me. And then you said, Alex, please, if you're listening to this, please be on my podcast. Probably. I probably did that. And then Ashley and a couple other ones. I don't remember all of them. So you've only listened to like four? I don't know. How many do you have? This will be my 12th. Then I've listened to some of them. <laughs> you know who's listened to all of them? Your mom? Kylie. Oh. Kylie's well, listened to all of them. Her too. She's an avid listener. Okay. Next question. Next we answer. Now, we now know your routine. Next answer. Who is your go-to person besides Christ when you are struggling with something? What am I struggling with? Anything. Yeah, but it's different for everything. Okay, give me who you go to for different struggles. I don't know. If it's a roommate problem, I'm going to my roommates because they got to figure it out. Well, more like I got to figure it out because it probably means I'm a bad roommate. <laughs> um, I don't know. A lot of things I'll go to Kylie with just because we talk often. If it's a work problem, sometimes I'll go to Caitlin because she works there. Um, Caitlin's and, our cousin, by the way. And it's just a lot easier to go to somebody who understands the dynamic of everything that's going on. Um, I don't really have family problems, but if I did, I'd probably go to whoever it was. If I got problems with you, I'm going to come address it with you. We're going to figure it out. We got problems. Yeah. We got all of the problems. I don't know, probably like Eli or Kylie or, I don't know, I don't really complain a ton to people. You just internalize it. Do you swipe the emotional credit card? Alex, you're not supposed to do that. I don't know what that means. It's basically like instead of reacting in the moment of how you're supposed to, like if I'm really frustrated with you, instead of... You want to swipe at me? Instead of saying, I'm frustrated with you and getting over the problem... I'll just be like, 
it's fine. Like, it's just this once. And then you, like, continually do it. And then What if I don't say it's just this once and I just say, oh, okay, it's not really that big of a deal. Can you let me finish what the emotional credit card is? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Becca. I said please forgive me. I forgive you. Thank you. I'm an idiot. Please forgive me. Thank you. Is that how you apologized, Kylie? Yeah, we were at actually Kylie, came I'm out. sorry. <laughs> we were we went to I think it was her home church and that was one of the things that he said was learn to forgive. No, he said Who's all, right, he? all the the pastor, he said, "All right, all the guys in this room practice this saying with me. Honey, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Please forgive me." Trust me, all of your wives will love you and this is something you're going to have to learn to say all the time. Yeah, you're not wrong. Apparently it needs to be, I'm annoying, please forgive me, to Kylie. You are annoying. Kylie, I concur. She's listening. Why don't you have her on the podcast? Because she's busy. She's in studying. She's in studying? No, she's in Texas. <laughs> well, she's in Texas right now. Maybe studying? I'll have her on the podcast. Good, you should. We'll, uh, we'll just talk about you the entire time. Just be like, uh. Good, talk bad on me. I dare you. What a jerk. You wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. All right. With Kylie, I totally would. Pixar didn't happen. Let's see it. Okay, Kylie, right, we're going to schedule it. Continue. So, yeah, emotional credit card is people. you basically, like, swipe the card and don't deal with your emotions in the moment. So then, when it builds up and builds up and builds up, and then all of a sudden, it just, like, snaps. The bill has to be paid. And you just, like, blow up at someone. What if someone else pays it? No, someone else can't pay your emotional credit uh, card. I think they could. How? I think I stack up a lot of money on mine, and, and so far it keeps getting paid off, so I feel good. Is it just an automatic payoff? Yeah, it's or like a just... monthly. Oh, okay. There's so someone's. It's... it's going to someone's account. I'm no, not sure it's who's. Not yours. I'm not sure who's, but <laughs> definitely someone's paying it off. Maybe it's Kylie's. It might be. She might be blown up. Okay. That's why she's out of money all the time. I keep spending all of it. You keep spending her money? Hmm? You're the one that works. Nope. You're going to be a trophy husband right now. <laughs> That's the goal. You Alex, can't what's, tell your, me, what's your dream in life? You can't tell me the goal is not to marry rich. What's... Tell the I mean, people what's, okay, your, what's your goal Okay, life? I guess my goal is to marry spiritually rich. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I want to marry someone who makes money. <laughs> Alex wants to be a trophy husband. Yes, I would be amazing with, just imagine it, me, Alex Beffo, just rolling down the street with my twin double seat strollers, got four kids in there, just rolling, oh. rolling, <laughs> wow. rolling into the coffee shop. Meeting all my friends' mom, or not my friends' moms, meeting all my friends who are moms. Hey, what's up, girl? Oh my gosh. What if they, Let's get what coffee are, what today. Are you, what if you're hanging out with other trophy husbands? Even better, because it means I'm probably hanging out with my buddies, which would be amazing. And honestly, we would not be good parents. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, they're, they do not want us to be doing that. But yeah, I think I would be an amazing trophy husband. I could probably change diapers. I don't really like little kids that much, but I'm sure I could figure it out. I know how to cook. Ish. You eat two bologna sandwiches and a bag of chips for lunch every day. Yeah, but I cook dinner. What do you cook for dinner? Different things every week. Like what? I made a chicken or an Italian chicken pasta this week. Wow, who would have guessed? It's pretty good. I put, I don't think I chopped the onions finely enough. I taste them a lot. Yeah. I chew on them. It's not as good. But, That's unfortunate. I mean, everything else about it's good. All right, what else you got? Sorry, we only got like sorry. 10 minutes till dinner. Actually, I have no idea when dinner you is. You don't know. What's your favorite college memory? Fair enough. Um, ooh, That's a tough one. 
you need to think about it. Um, I can play the Jeopardy theme song in my head. No, I don't. I don't think I need to think about it. Let me think. That is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, I don't think I need to think about it. Let me see, think. it's a difficult one because I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble for whatever answer I say. Okay, so say multiple. Well, the answer that I probably should give is like, oh my gosh, I met Kylie in college and it was so amazing. No, give me a real answer. Which I did. No, but like I. That's your favorite memory from college. It is a really good memory from college. Meeting Kylie. Yeah. In Gal- Galveston? No, we met before that. When did also you Also, Gatlinburg. Sorry, um, Gatlinburg. No, we played like, uh, oh man, what was it called? Snow basketball for a couple times when it was snowy, which would be before spring break. Um, the, the Man, now I can't think of what it's called. So, now I feel bad. So, meeting Kylie. The Snow Hooper Shaw. That's what we were. The Snow Hoopers Association. Shaw. Shaw. S-H-A, the Snow Hoopers Association. Shaw, Shaw. At Eli Phillips for coming up with the name. There's no at on podcasts. at Brett Hoy for There's no, stop trying to, goon and stop, trying, stop trying to say people's Twitter handles. It's hashtag not, Josh Pagel, I love you, buddy. Um, he's my favorite resident from Thailand. Well, <laughs> he did, never lived in Thailand. Oh, so. from Taiwan. Sorry, Josh. Um, my no, favorite my, resident from Taiwan. My, probably my best memories in college were going on bro trips. 100%. How many road trips have you gone on? Um, seven will be this spring. When we're, I think we're going, going to a Battle Hawks game in St. Louis. It's their Battle XFL Hawks. team. Wow. So we're going to go hang out with potentially Grandpa Paul and then go to a Battle Hawks game, go back to the City Museum. If you guys are at the City Museum, whenever we go and you hear a bunch of people yelling for Mark, that is probably all of us. <laughs> we, is there even a Mark we, in your group? No. We may or may not have gone... Last uh, semester, last ago? year, to uh, I thought it was two years ago. Man, where did we? Oh yeah, because we went to Omaha. So it was last spring. We went to Omaha last fall. So last spring we went to St. Louis and we went to the City Museum and we decided before we went that all of us should be nicknamed Mark, Mark one through eleven, and I think there were twelve of us because there was a seven A and seven B because we didn't realize until then that we actually had two guys who had the same birthday. Oh, no. Yeah, which was kind of cool. Um, and then we, obviously, it's, as it sounds like, cause Mark. there was, like, a meme going around in during March Madness that it was, like, a bunch of people and Mark, and I'm rocking with Mark because Mark's rocking with us. <laughs> what? I'll show you it later. Okay. It's very, like, it's funny. Um, okay. But... We just decided we all should be nicknamed Mark. M-A-R-K or M-A-R-C? M-A-R-K. Okay. I think. And uh, we all went running around the city museum. Whenever we lost each other, we just started yelling, Mark, Mark. Would you identify them by Mark, Mark. 1 through 11? Yes. We Mark did. 7A, Mark we were, 7A. We were really good at it. Um, and then we also ended up becoming the talk of the city museum because we overheard, I don't remember who it was that overheard it, but some people overheard other people when they were yelling for Mark. Hmm, I haven't seen those marks before. <laughs> those are different marks than I saw earlier. <laughs> we also did reenact the Monty Python castle scene, you know, when they make fun of when it's the French can taunting. You, can you do we, it for us? We made fun of we can made the it? whole thing. Can it's you like do it for us? go away or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> I fart in your general direction. <laughs> So good. 
at Josh, Kylie, and Kennedy. Thanks for helping me practice my fart noises. <laughs> they helped you practice your fart noises? <laughs> we just mess around all the time. And you make fart noises? <laughs> yes, it's really funny. Because we're children. You are children. Yes. Um, so definitely all the bro trips. We went to... The first one we went to... Do you want me to just walk yeah, through them? Yeah, no, walk, walk me through. First one we went through... We went to Nashville for a Chiefs game. And that was fall of my sophomore year. Spring, we didn't go anywhere because that was covid the next fall we went down to grandma and grandpa's ranch mm-hmm. and then the spring we went to arkansas and then the next fall we went back to grandma and grandpa's is that when you took the bro calendar picks mm-hmm. okay the second time yeah it was when we took the calendar picks and then we went to st louis to for the city museum went to the zoo couple other places and then we went to omaha this last one and then now we're going back to st louis wow so a lot of different bro trips a lot of the same guys who have been on most of them so just you just have a group chat that's like bro trip coming up basically we also have videos um bro trip videos and they're hilarious i think my favorite's been your calendar that's good oh also i almost forgot the mexico trip was fire um, that wasn't a bro trip. No, it wasn't. But I went to Mexico on a mission trip, and it was awesome. Really cool. Never built a house before, but now I have. Oh, you can add that to your resume. Yeah, add that to my list of things I've done. I built a Cross house. Cross off your bucket list. I don't think it was ever on my bucket list, but it probably should have been. Okay. What Two, else can I do for you? Three more questions. Three more answers. Piece of advice. What piece of advice would you give students entering college? Um, leave your door open. When you're, when you're home. Leave your door open when you're home. Don't leave your door open when you're not home. But if you leave your door open, it allows other people to just stop by, and you can yell at people as they walk by your room. What'd you yell at people? I did, yes. What'd you yell? Um, it changed most weeks. There was one point when we were yelling, Jesus wept at a lot of people, oh. just because it was the shortest verse in the Bible, and we thought it was hilarious, because we were 18-year-olds and thought it was funny. And you thought you were adults not yeah i am an adult now um so kind of changed every time oftentimes it was just hey or hello and then see if people would say hi back because a lot of times if you just say hey they'll either ignore you or they'll come back and say hi and then you can talk to them and you made a new friend you've made an acquaintance you haven't you haven't made a friend i think you can i think you can count as a friend i think it's an acquaintance um but that would be just the biggest one helps you Get friends and then get connected. I mean, find a, find a ministry or find something that helps you grow as a person. Probably a ministry because it definitely helps grow your relationship with God. Um, but definitely find somewhere that helps you grow as a person. And, and, I mean, the goal would be becoming closer to God and being the person that he wants you to be. Good advice. What's your favorite Premier you. League team right now? Favorite Premier League team to watch right now? To watch? Those are two different questions. I want them both. I want both the answers. Favorite Premier League team and favorite Premier League team to watch. I think it's hard for me to pick a favorite Premier League team because I always feel like I didn't start watching it until it was late. And by that point, there were just teams that were really good. And so I just enjoyed watching them more because they were good teams, which then kind of biases who you choose. 
But I would say probably if I had to pick an EPL team, it would probably be Manchester United, which does say a lot because I started watching when I was in eighth grade, which would have been, what is that, nine, ten years ago? Mm-hmm. And they were okay, but that was right when they started kind of going to be dog poop. And they haven't really been great since then. But this year, now they're starting to come on a hot streak. Marcus Rashford looks really good right now. Granted, they also lost 7-0 to zero to Liverpool on the weekend. So, maybe that's short-lived. They were really on a hot streak. They were. They were probably the hottest team in soccer at that point. Oh, um, Arsenal. Like, Arsenal was good, but they weren't, like, blowing teams away. Oh, I Man United, like, looked really good. Favorite team to watch? Um... I really like watching Man City right now only because I like watching Erling Haaland score goals because he will blow away the EPL goals record and it's going to be amazing to see what goals he finishes the season with. Although they're not the most conjoined team. Like Haaland looks like he's out on an island half the time, which is crazy because Man City is that good. Well, he Um, looks like he's on an island all the time because he's so tall. No, they just he just isn't as connected as when they used to play with a false nine. Um, but he's a true number nine. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I mean, I like watching Man United play. Arsenal's a fun team to watch. I like cheering for every team that plays Tottenham um, because that's Josh's favorite team, and I think it's way more fun to cheer for the team that's against Tottenham. Oh, actually, I take that back. Man U isn't my favorite team. This week, March 7th, my favorite team and this team I've been supporting, man, since I was a child. I've just absolutely been in love with this team. They're absolutely amazing. Can't believe about it. Um, Yeah, I'm a big AC Milan fan, which I know isn't in the Premier League. And then in the EPL, my favorite team is, sorry, it's taking longer than I was hoping for. He's Googling it. I'm trying to see. Is Nottingham Forest. I have just been, I mean, you know me, Rachel, like Nottingham Forest yeah. has been no, you've got all my jerseys. team forever. Let me guess, they play Tottenham this week. They, I, maybe that's on schedule. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Actually, I totally do because I'm a lifelong Nottingham Forest fan. Yeah, they're going to come in and absolutely destroy the Hotspurs. You heard it here first, Josh. Nottingham Forest to beat Tottenham this weekend. Everyone place your bets. <laughs> Go to Kansas, place those bets on DraftKings and whatever other sports apps you use to place bets. Actually, don't do that. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF or, or whatever the the number is. The if anti-gambling. If, you're, if, you're if you have a gambling, gambling issue. <laughs> yeah, please, please do not make bets if gambling is a struggle for you. I'm terrible at making bets, which is why I lost $25 and, and that's it. And now I've quit betting. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're um, crazy. I mean, it's just $25. What if I had turned it into $400? Then you would have thought I'm great. But turns out I just turned $25 into $0. Yeah, very quickly, didn't you? What'd you bet on? The World Cup, mostly. And I tried to put together these magical parlays that never hit. Although, I'm not going to lie, I blame most of my losses on the World Cup final because in the app that I was using, I had a, I had a, like this perfect parlay. I don't even know what it was. Like a plus 2,500, something like that, odds for it to hit. It was like Mbappe to score, Messi to score, the score to be, like, two goals to be scored in the second half. Um, Which happened. Yeah, like, all of it happened. The only thing that I did say was that there would be a winner in regular time. Oh, no. Yeah, which then cost me because they 
They didn't. Went into PKs. They went into overtime and then into PKs. I mean, but that's what you want in a World Cup final. Yeah, it was the best soccer game I could have ever asked for for a World Cup final. But I could have made money off of it if just Argentina had won earlier. You bet that Argentina was going to win? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't bet against Argentina either. No, Messi was on this villain. He had this villain mode going on, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, final question. question. Final answer. Final question. Seven. Favorite prayer slash saint? Hmm. I have a saint for you, but I don't. I want you to answer it. I know. Um, I know you gave me it, whatever it was. You the socks. Yeah. Um, that's a difficult question. Do you have a favorite prayer? Probably the Our Father is a good one. I like that one. Um, don't really have a favorite saint. Think on it. Are you saying think on what socks you gave me? No, just think on what your favorite saint is. Saints can have a very large impact in your life if you have. <laughs> did you just fake fart or did you actually fart? <laughs> Not fake fart again. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, I, that was disgusting. No, I was trying to do it because I rubbed my back down this wall and it sounded like a fart, so I figured if I just played it off as a fake fart, then it would be fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I apologize for interrupting. I'm sorry. If you pick a saint to pray to, they can intercede in your life in ways that you can only imagine. I can imagine lots of things. Probably not this. Well, do you want to do the outro? I don't know the outro. Outro. Well, do you want to wrap it up? Because you're a Beffa. You should know it. It's beverages with Beffas. What One of us has to up? do that wrap up. M&M's? No, we're wrapping yeah, up the podcast. M&M is a, M&M's are rappers. M&M's have rappers. Well, everyone, thanks for uh, coming by today. Go ahead and hit that like button. Smash the uh, subscribe button. Go ahead and share this podcast. Give us five stars uh, on whatever podcast platform you're using. Again, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or just whatever podcast app you use. Um, <laughs> I look forward to seeing you guys next week on You're not Beverages even going to be here. With Beppa. Boom.